This is Ramona Revival Podcast. Today, we are starting a series called Time to Pause. Our topic for today is journeying with God in the midst of others. Over the next few days, we'll be studying Luke 2, verse 41 to 42. Today, we'll be focusing on how Jesus went to the temple with his parents for the first time. We see in verse 41 and 42 how it was an annual thing. They did it every single year. It was a practice that they did. They did not fail to go to the temple in Jerusalem, no matter how far away they were. They went to the temple at that particular time every single year. Sisters, is that what you do? Do you go and fellowship with others? Do you just say that because a church has got a doctrine or maybe the, the people in the church were not nice to you? Does that mean that you should stop fellowshipping with them? No. Even though many in the temple may not have been exactly nice to Jesus, Jesus still went with his parents on this annual meeting. Sisters, it is important that we fellowship with other believers the same way we fellowship with God. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this matter. Father, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you for this series that you've brought us into. Just have your way in each heart, in each life. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to use this opportunity to welcome you onto this series. We thank God who has in His mercy, you know, given us this opportunity to come together to hear Him speak to us. On this series, I am trusting the Lord to engage your hearts, to open up His word to you. May I encourage you before we go on in this series to beckon on your loved ones. Do feel free to share our broadcast with your loved ones. And do feel free to contact us for questions, feedback, counseling, prayer. Contact us on our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk or gravesham.christianladies.co.uk You can go on our contact us page and then contact us via email or just drop us a line on the website or call us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five or send us a whatsapp and we trust the lord to indeed respond to you as soon as possible i want to welcome you once again to this series remember i have been going through the series on the book of luke and I said I will just take us through a few things that the Lord has been putting in my heart as I have been going through the book of Luke, particularly chapter 1 and chapter 2. We have looked at the person of Luke himself. We've looked at Zechariah. We've looked at Simeon. We've looked at Anna. And today we just want to look again at something that I felt the Lord wants to challenge our hearts with, particularly as parents. As Christian parents it is a challenge that when revival came in time gone by in many of our countries revival came and revival ended and sometimes you do wonder why could it be that those who were custodians of revival in those days did not equip even those within their household well I never know or could it be that they did not take time to pause and reflect and i am praying that as we journey through this series again 
the Lord himself we encourage you we challenge your heart this time we are going through the series tag time to pause a cue from the Lord Jesus and we'll be looking at the book of Luke chapter 2 verses 41 to 43 and verses 49 to 50 may the Lord speak to our hearts as we take this series together remember you can listen to our broadcast on our website or you can download our app women in revival app on google play or you can download podbean on google play and app store and then search for women in revival if you download our app women in revival do subscribe to our podcast or if you download podbean do subscribe to our podcast where so that you will be able to get our new episodes as they come out amen today i want us to look at this topic underneath the series we are going through time to pause a cue from the lord jesus so let us consider journeying with god in the midst of others we will read the book of luke chapter 2 verses 41 and 42 luke 2 41 and 42 i am reading from the king james version and it reads now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover and when he was 12 years old they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast may the Lord bless even the two verses that we have read as we consider it together very briefly so this is the account of our Lord Jesus at this point in time he was about 12 years old so we are told in verse 41 that his parents the parents of our lord jesus went to jerusalem every year so it was an annual thing so they would go there for the feast of passover and then verse 42 tells us that when jesus was 12 years old he also went up with them to jerusalem after the custom of the feast so what do I want to take from here very briefly? What I want to take from here is that we are seeing the life of the Lord Jesus. Even from his UTS, he accompanied with others. He accompanied with Mary, with Joseph to even Jerusalem to go to the feast of Passover with many. So I believe that as Christians, we must of necessity fellowship with the wider church. For me, the church is into three aspects. There is the individual church, which is me. I am the church. You are the church. Then there is the local church. Your local church. Your local representation of the body of Christ. And then we have the wider church, which is the church at large. And I believe that I, this individual church, must company even with the local church i must company with the wider church so here we see the lord jesus journeying with his parents with mary and joseph to go and meet the wider church in jerusalem for the feast of passover if jesus in the days of his flesh kept this custom if jesus in the days of his flesh made the fellowshipping together of other believers part of his routine 
why not you? We live in a time where many Christians would say, well, Christianity is about me and God, which is so true. It is about you and God. Yet at the same time, it is about you and the other Christians. We have the need to fellowship with fellow believers in a local church. We live in a time where we have church on the internet. Sometimes we are not going to meet people anymore. We lock ourselves in on the internet and do Sunday service and do prayer meeting and that is it. And we say, well, that's church. Why do I need to meet with people? In the days of Jesus' flesh, he journeyed with his parents all the way to Jerusalem to go and meet the wider church. The people there in Jerusalem, they may not have been the best of people. They would definitely have had their own challenge. They would have had their own negativity. They would not have been the best. Yet, we saw the Lord Jesus taking the time to travel with his parents all the way to Jerusalem to go even for the feast of Passover. I believe there is a place of personal communion with the Lord. I believe there is a place of personal development in our personal work with God. But I also believe that Christianity is not complete without going to church to meet with other believers. We are meant to be a family. We are meant to be an organism, not an organization. Jesus, in the days of his flesh, though those in the synagogue there may not have been the best people yet you will find out that the lord jesus at every point in time he will go to synagogue even the apostle paul also throughout his missionary journeys wherever he gets to he looked for a synagogue to fellowship with them there so the same thing i am seeing the lord challenging you even as we go through this series time to pause as we take a cue from the life of the lord jesus he says do not forsake the fellowshipping together with other brethren i'm going to close today's episode as i read from the book of hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 and it says not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is but exalting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Beloved, as we see the day of the Lord approaching, many Christians are drawing back from fellowshipping with other brethren. But we are seeing this scripture saying, don't forsake the going to church. Don't forsake the assembly together with other believers around the world in your local church. Don't let it be your manner not to assemble with other Christians. I am praying that as we journey through this series, I don't know what your experience have been regarding church, but it is my prayer that maybe you were once wounded in the church. Maybe you were once hurt in the church. Maybe you were once backstabbed in the church. I am praying that the God of healing will bring his palm of Gilead to rub on your wounds, to rub on your heart and then return you back again to the local church. Amen.
This is from the Revival Podcast. Some days ago, we started a series called Time to Pause. Today, we'll be continuing this series with the topic, Knowing When to Tarry Behind. Last time, we saw how Jesus and his parents went annually to the temple to praise and glorify God. Today, we'll be seeing how Jesus tarried behind at the temple. His parents had gone, all the other people had gone, only the priests were left. But Jesus stayed. He wanted to learn more. He yearned to understand the word of God. Sisters, ladies, do you yearn to understand the word of God? Do you yearn to know more? We can never know enough. You can never say that we have learned enough. We don't need to learn anymore. No. We should be learning day by day. Jesus was the son of God. Yet he stayed behind. He still wanted to learn even more about God. Even though his parents had gone, even though everybody else had gone, even though he was alone, just with the priests and all of the Levites and all of those type of people. Yet, he stayed. He felt that he needed to know more. Sisters, do you yearn to know more of the word of God? Do you still want to learn from the word of God? Stay behind. Think during your day-to-day activities. Pause while you are maybe cooking or even just doing normal things around home. Maybe if you're at work, maybe if you're just taking care of your children, maybe if you're just walking, maybe if you're just picking up your children from school. Deal. Think over the Word of God. Still think about maybe something that you read in the morning at your devotion time. Or maybe even just listen to the Bible as you go out. Listen to the Word of God. Yearn to know more. Deborah Shinobi will now talk us further on this matter. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. As we have come to the table at this moment, Lord Jesus, we are asking that you will break the bread of your word to us. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to personally welcome you to the Women in Revival broadcast, a time when we dig together into God's word in a little way. And it is my prayer that the Lord himself will speak to you even as we journey together throughout this series. We started this series yesterday, Time to Pause, a cue from the Lord Jesus. We are trying to learn from the life of the Lord Jesus himself. And yesterday we saw the need to journey indeed with God, even in the midst of others. We cannot claim to be Christians if we are not fellowshipping with other believers. It is necessary. It is part of our being part of the body of Christ. If you have missed any episode, do go back to our website, www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk or gravesharmchristianladies.co. UK. You can also listen to us on YouTube or download our app, Women in Revival app, on Google Play, and then subscribe to our podcast. You can also listen to us on Podbean if you download Podbean on Google Play, and then search for Women in Revival. But you will need to subscribe to us so you can get our broadcast regularly. And there are many other podcasting platforms in which you can get our broadcast from. 
Amen. If you have any need to contact us for whatever reason, do go to our website. Go on our contact us page, send us an email, drop us a note on our website directly, or give us a call on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five or send us a WhatsApp and we will make every effort to respond to you as the Lord permits. Amen. We want to go further even as we continue in this series, Time to Pause. You know, as Christians, we can be very busy, busy even with services at church, busy with all sorts of activities, busy with one thing, with conferences, seminar, brunch, this and that, and yet not take the time off. You know, even God himself, having created everything, the Bible says the seventh day, God rested. And I believe he did that in order to teach us his handiwork to learn to take a break, to learn to take a rest, to learn to retreat and re-envision again. So today we are taking the topic, knowing when to tarry behind. So let us go back again to the book of Luke that we started looking at since yesterday. Today we will read verse 43. I will take it again from the King James Version and it reads, And when they had fulfilled the days as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. May the Lord bless his word as we meditate together on this verse. Last time we saw how Jesus journeyed even with his parents to Jerusalem for the feast of Passover. And here now, in this verse 43, we are told that having fulfilled the days of Passover, it was time to return back. But there is something different about the Lord Jesus. The Bible says the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem. Everybody have done the general thing. Christians have met with Christians. You've gone to conferences. Maybe it's Curse Week. Maybe it's Deeper Christian Conference. Whatsoever conference. Maybe it's the New Life Conference or the Church Big Day Out. Just name it. Maybe you've been to one of those. Just like Jesus had been to the feast of the Passover in Jerusalem. But for Jesus, there was something the Lord did in his heart. There was something God struck in his heart that caused him to see the need to wait behind. So the Bible says when they have fulfilled the days, when they had fulfilled the days, as Mary and Joseph returned, the Lord Jesus tarried behind. We are looking on this episode today knowing when to tarry behind. Like we said on the last broadcast, that it is right for us to fellowship with other believers. It is needed that we go to church. It is needed that we fellowship with the local church and even with the wider church. But there is something we need to take a step further. Having come with the local church, having come with the wider church, there is the need 
to take something personal from that fellowshipping with the local church or with the wider church. And as we look at the Lord Jesus here, at a time when everybody has finished, at a time when everybody were returning back to where they came from, Jesus felt, no, I am not going to go the way of the custom. There is something I still need to stay behind and trash. There is something I still need to stay behind and resolve with God. Unless God begin to do this work in our hearts, going to conferences and retreats will just become a norm for us. Doing seminars, annual conferences, brunches, and what have you will only be for us a routine, a custom thing. We will not get the best of God out of it. So for the Lord Jesus, he saw the need to wait behind, to engage beyond whatsoever he had engaged with the wider church. And I think this also reminds me of the woman Hannah in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 21 to 22. Remember that Anna and her husband and the household usually go also to Shiloh annually. And Anna having asked the Lord for Samuel and God having given us Samuel when they needed to go the following year. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 2, let me read verse 21 and 22. It reads, And the man Elkanah and all his house went up to offer unto the Lord the yearly sacrifice and his vow. So this is an annual journey for them also. Now in verse 20, But Hannah went not up, for she said unto her husband, I will not go up until the child be weaned, and then I will bring him, that he may appear before the Lord, and there abide forever. So what am I taking from here? We are seeing Anna also seeing a need to stay behind, to pause, to take a moment, to take a break out of routine, out of tradition. And this is the only way that the Christian journey can be effective for you, my listener. There ought to be a time to take a pause, to take a cue, to take an evaluation, to evaluate your Christian journey, to evaluate the meeting you've gone for, to evaluate actually the series of podcasts that you have been through with us. Or else you will just be jack of all trade, master of none. So Anna did not go up with Elkanah. She stayed behind to win the child somewhere. And I want to ask you a question. Do you have that mannerism also of sitting behind and evaluate your journey, evaluate your work with God, evaluate a conference you've been to, evaluate a retreat you've been to, evaluate a series of podcasts you've been through, or even evaluate your own personal quiet time with the Lord. I am saying that this fundamental lifestyle was part of Jesus' lifestyle even from childhood. And you will now see later on as he became a man that he would occasionally, regularly 
take a break from the crowd. Take a break even from the disciples. You will, uh, you will remember in the accounting Mark chapter 6. Let us go there and read Mark 6 verse 31. It says, And he said unto them, Come ye yourselves apart into a desert place, and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much as to eat. Now this is the Lord Jesus again with his disciples. At a time of busy ministry, what did Jesus do? Jesus said to his disciples, Come ye apart. Take a break. Let's go to the desert. Let's take a break. Let's take a retreat. Come ye apart and rest. Let's go back and reflect on the past week, on the past weeks, on the past months, on the past year. Let us sit down and take stock. And I want to ask you, even as I finish today's episode, do you have your time off moment with the Lord? Do you have a time that you just shut in with the Lord? Do you have a time when you review your Christian journey with the Lord? Do you have a time where you review conferences that you attend, retreats that you attend, the study that you are doing personally, or group studies that you have joined? Do you have a time to withdraw back and evaluate? We are seeing from the life of our Lord Jesus that he knew when to tarry behind. I have come to settle my heart on this, that the many believers the many Christians of old who did valiantly for the Lord were men and women who learned to take a pause, who learned to take time alone with the Lord, to review life, to review what God has been dealing with them, to review even their quiet time notes. One of my personal traditions is when I go through a particular book, maybe for example, as I am going through the book of Luke now, as I finish chapter 1, I don't move on quickly into chapter 2. I will not do that. I will not sit down again and then go gradually over my notes that I've written. So we must learn to take a break, to take a cue, to evaluate our journey, to take stock of what the Lord has spoken, is still speaking unto us. And it is my prayer that the Lord will grant you an understanding of when to take a break, when to tarry behind, when to seek the Lord personally, when to review, to take stock of your personal journey with God in your Christian work. Amen. This is the Moon Revival Podcast. Today, we are continuing a series called Time to Pause. Our topic for today is Engaging God and Others at Pausing Moment. We've seen Jesus when he went for the first time to the temple with his parents. We've seen that they went there annually. It was an annual meeting in the temple. We've seen that Jesus stayed behind because he wanted to learn more. 
today we are seeing that he wanted to engage with God. He wanted to communicate with God. He wanted to ask God questions. The same way for us, sisters, we also need to want to go and communicate with God. We need to want to ask our questions. We should not be going to friends, to family. No, the first person that we should give everything that is troubling us, our joys, our sorrows, should be God. We should want to ask our questions about, God, how can I do this? What does this mean? How can I understand this? Go to God. Ask him for help. The same way Jesus wanted to stay at the temple, stay behind, because he wanted to talk with God. He wanted to communicate with God. He had a longing to know God more. The same way we need to also. We need to love to communicate with God. We need to love to ask him questions, to pray to him, to praise his name. We need to communicate with God. We need to treat him as a father, as a brother, as everything. Deborah shouldn't be Nautica's father on this matter. Thank you, you Father, for this series that we have been journeying through, even as we gradually approach the end of this series. I am praying, Lord, that you will establish the counsel of your will in our lives, Lord. I know life can be very, very busy for us as women. Look after the home, the children, many of church functions, Lord. We are quite involved in them. So, Father, I am begging you for all the ladies that are joining us on this series that you will help us to learn to know when to take a pause. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to take this time again to say thank you for joining us on this Women in Revival podcast. We thank God for giving us this opportunity to continue this broadcast. And it is my prayer that the Lord himself will continue to spread this word across oceans, across lives, across continents, and across different cultural backgrounds. I am sure the Women in Revival broadcast has been a blessing to people from different aspects of the world. And it is my prayer that the Lord himself will continue to Plant the seed of his word into your heart. Wherever you are joining us from, it is my prayer that the Lord will engage you. We are still on the series, Time to Pause, a cue from the Lord Jesus. We have been looking at the life of our Lord Jesus. And last time we saw that the Lord Jesus knew when to tarry behind. It was very personal, even though in the midst of many. And that is what our Christian journey ought to be. There is the need of fellowship with those in our local church, with the wider church, but much more. All these must link us back to a personal and deeper work with God. Feel free to go back to our website if you have missed any episode. www.ocofrighteousness.co.uk is where you want to visit go on our WIR podcast and there probably click on podcast by series or podcast by topics or whatsoever or you can just put in the search button this particular series that we are going through time to pause and I think it should be able to take you to the page that hosted this series feel free to share our broadcast with your loved ones 
download our app on Google Play Women in Revival app or download Podbean on Google Play or App Store and then search for Women in Revival. You can listen to us on many podcast platforms. If you search for us, you should be able to find us, Women in Revival. So today we want to take a quick step further as we look at engaging God and others at pausing moment. At the moment when we pause, our purpose for pausing must be much more to engage God. And sometimes it might need that we engage others. So let us go and read the book of Luke again, chapter 2, and this time we'll read verses 46 and verses 47. And it says, And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. May the Lord bless his word again in Jesus' name. Amen. So what else can we take from these two verses? Again, we are seeing our Lord Jesus having taken a trip with Mary and Joseph to Jerusalem for the customary feast of Passover, having finished the feast. The days of the feast having ended, Mary and Joseph went back, but the boy Jesus tarried behind. And we are seeing what happened while he tarried behind. I am not encouraging, you know, not going to church. That is not what I'm dealing with. But I am saying there ought to be a point in your work with God when you retreat back, when you sit back and take stock of all you have been hearing in church Sunday by Sunday, month by month. So we are looking at the Lord Jesus now in his moment of pausing. In his moment of taking a break, in his moment of not just going with the flow, what did he do? He engaged with God and even with others. So in verse 46, we are told that when his mothers found him three days after. So that means that after three days of the feast of Passover, Jesus was still there in Jerusalem. And what was he doing? He was sitting in the midst of the doctors. He was listening to them. This was for his own personal edification. He was hearing them. And at the same time, he was asking questions. Wow. At age 12, he knew how to ask questions and he knew how to listen to what was being discussed. He was getting stuff for his own personal journey. And then in verse 47, we are told that everyone who heard him were astonished. They were astonished at his understanding and even at his answers. So Jesus' moment of retreat was a time of engaging with the doctors of the Torah. He sat in their midst. He exchanged ideas, views with them. He asked them questions. He also answered them questions. Wow. 
And I am saying that this is what must characterize your time of pausing, your time of taking a retreat. It must be a time that you ask God questions. It must be a time that you answer God some questions. So in your moment of personal retreat, it may be some minutes, it may be an hour, it may be a day break, it may be some days of just retreating back. You must have the habit of asking God questions. Lord, where was I? Where am I now? Where do you want me to be? You've just taken me through the series on Luke the Physician. What are you saying to my life? I have just been through the series on Simeon who lived a life of fulfillment and even Anna who both lived a purposeful and fulfilled life. Lord, what are you saying to my life? So you must learn to take time back, to seek God's face, ask him questions. Let him ask you questions. Answer him even as he answers you also. And I think again, the woman Anna also captures my attention. Remember Anna also while at Shiloh, you know, having waited for years for the fruit of the womb. They also will go to Shiloh annually. And her husband's concubine, Penina, will taunt her and taunt her and taunt her. And Anna will cry and the husband will say, why are you crying? Am I not better than 10 sons to you? Blah, blah, blah. But now in that same fourth somewhere now, chapter 1, verse 10. And she was in bitterness also. And she prayed unto the Lord and wept so. She vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thy handmaid, and remember me and not forget thy handmaid, but we give unto thy handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. Amen. Let me stop on this verse 11. So Anna, having eaten, having drunk with the family, she also took a pause moment. She went outside from them. The Bible says in verse 9 that Eli was actually sitting by the post of the temple. So Anna went by herself and prayed and made a vow before the Lord. And now in verse 12, we can see her communication with God and now also with man. And it came to pass as she continued praying before the Lord. Then Eli marked her mouth. Anna was praying from her heart. Her lips were moving. You couldn't hear anything. And Eli thought she was drunk. And Anna said to Eli, I am actually not drunk. I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. And I am only pouring out my heart before the Lord. And what happened? Eli in turn blessed her. Eli in turn spoke God's blessing upon her life. So I am saying again that in our post moment, it is actually not wrong to engage people who, are, who probably have oversight over our lives. There is nothing wrong in asking them, calling them or even emailing that, you know, I am reviewing my notes. I am reviewing the series that you've taken us through 
on the podcast. I am reviewing the series that we've gone through at church and I have some questions and I need some clarification. I need being put through. I need to take a step. It is actually not wrong to do that. So our pausing moment must be a time of engaging God and if need be, engagement. And it is my prayer that as you do this, your life will be revived afresh. You will live in constant and regular daily revival in the presence of the Lord. This is the secret of rejuvenated Christian work. Taking a time alone with God. Taking a break from your usual activity to review the Lord's dealing, to review the Lord's faithfulness, to review where you are and where you ought to be in your work with God. This was the lifestyle of our Lord Jesus. Oftentimes, he will ask the crowd to go away. He will ask the disciple to go in the ship and he will go to a mountain to be alone with God. I am praying that you will make this your tradition, your prayer, your time in God's word, your time in a conference, your time in a retreat with others. You will take it back to your closet to look at it deeper, to review it deeper so that you can get your Ebenezer stone. You can lay your Ebenezer stone out of that retreat, out of that conference, out of that podcast series, out of that series that has been taught at church. As you do so, you will be able to mark even God's dealings upon your life. Amen. This is Moon Revival Podcast. Today we are finishing a series called Time to Pause. Our topic for today is Knowing God's Will Comes Out of Pausing Moments. Jesus went to the temple for the first time with his parents. There he stayed after his parents had gone, after everybody else had gone. He stayed and asked questions from the priests. From then on, he knew what God's plan was for his life. He told Joseph and Mary, why were you looking for me? Did you not know I would be in my father's house? Since then on, he knew what God wanted him to be. This is the same for us. Out of these pausing moments, when we just sit quietly and think over what God has spoken to us, take a pause from your daily rough and tumble life to speak with God, to communicate with God and not only do that, but then you will see that God will have spoken to you about God's will for your life. Through just spending time with God for even just minutes, God may have spoken to you. God may have told you what his will is for your life. The Israelites received many miracles, yet they did not know God's will. But if we go to God, if we spend those pausing moments of our life, if we stop troubling about, oh, the bank is doing this, oh, we haven't got money for food now, the children want to have this, the children want to have that, and I don't want to get it for them, stop. Pause for a minute. Just think about the blessings that God has given you. And God may just give you a word, a sentence, 
that shows you his will for your life. Stop troubling. Just rest yourself and go to God. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this matter. Father God, we thank you for bringing us to this series again and much more to the end of this series. Thank you for the wisdom you've used throughout this series. As we close the series today, please seal it up even with your blood, the blood of your only son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you once again for still joining us on this broadcast. We so much thank God who has given us this privilege of journeying through this series for in the past three days. Today will be the last day on this series. Time to pause. A cue from the Lord Jesus. I am praying that as we round up, you will not only journey through this series with us, but much more, you will practice the things that you have heard on this series. Feel free to go back to our website to listen to any episode that you have missed or to go through any other series. Our website is www.okofrighteousness.co.uk And I am praying that as you do so, the Lord will engage your heart in an unusual way. Do feel free to spread even this broadcast with your loved one. Do feel free to share. Last time on Women in Revival, we saw the need for us to engage God and others at our passing moment. We saw the Lord Jesus engaging the doctors of the law, even right there in Jerusalem. We also saw Anna who engaged God and also engaged Eli, even at a passing moment away from her husband, from her husband, concubines and the general family. And it is my prayer that you will make this your practice. You will take a break. Maybe you are a pastor's wife or maybe you are a women ministry leader. It is my prayer that you will inculcate this into your personal journey with the Lord where you learn to take a break, to take a retreat, to review life, to review your study notes, to review the Bible classes that you have been joining, to review even the series that you have been going through at church or the series of podcasts that you have been journeying through. As you do this, honestly, I'm promising you, you will get the best from your review. Today, I want us to go on as we close the broadcast and look at knowing life mission comes out of moment of person knowing the will of god knowing the purpose of god comes out of your moment of retreat i have found this to be so true moment of taking a break of reviewing matters will usually bring out even matters that one did not see so knowing life mission usually comes out of moment of person moment of deliberate reflecting so let us go again to the book of luke chapter 2 this time we read verse 49 and he said unto them how easy that ye sought me we still know that right must be about my father's business again this is our lord jesus now talking to mary and joseph that don't you know i must be about my father's business at age 12, Jesus has come to the point of knowing what was his father's business 
and the need to go about his father's business. He engaged the doctors knowing that they were involved in his father's business. Pausing moment is an opportunity to discover what is God's will for your life? What is God's will for your children? What is God's will concerning your daily life? What is God saying concerning what is facing you? What is God's will for the decision that you are about to make? Knowing life mission, knowing God's vision, knowing God's will, God's purpose can actually come out to you as you take time back to seek God's face, to retreat back, to review back, to review again. Even Anna herself in the temple, why she made even that vow in Shiloh. Do you know she did so while she was alone with the Lord? She promised God that if you give me a son, this child shall be dedicated to you. It is during personal time that deeper resolutions, deeper decisions are made both with the Lord and even concerning our day-to-day -day lifestyle and day-to-day -day lives and our children and those within our household. As I close this broadcast totally, it is my prayer for you that you will take time to go through God's dealing with your life. You will be a believer that take note of God's dealing and that refrain from activities to review what God has been dealing with in your life, in your family, concerning your children, concerning the future. Amen.